Kia ora. Welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. Because you deserve a business that doesn't feel like work, one that gives you energy and the resources to do what matters most to you. Whether it's figuring out where to spend your time, how to maximize your profitability, or streamlining your processes so things get done quickly and efficiently, my guests and I, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist, and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Hey friends, this is the trailer, the introduction, or you could call it the prelude of what you can expect when you tune into the Business Your Way podcast. Let's start with what's in the name. Why Business Your Way? And to explain how I came up with this name, I have to take you back to the beginning of my business journey. Starting my business wasn't my idea. I didn't roll out of bed one day and think, oh, today is a good day to start a business. No, that's not how my journey started. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time with the right people and the right skills. I don't like to say that I fell into business, but rather I walked through a door that was open for me. Opportunity knocked and I said, oh yeah, I'm coming. So at the time, I was teaching adults business admin and computing, which was after I'd spent about eight years working for the top law firms in Australia and New Zealand as a legal executive. So the opportunity came about when I was invited to be part of a group of people who had come together to host the very first Māori Economic Development Conference. It was a time when economic development was a key driver for government. Government had made available lots of resources and startup funding for people to go into business with a long-term vision of building our exports. And I remember that event and that day so clearly because I was nine months pregnant with my second daughter at the time. I had been at the hotel the day before the event, setting up the rooms, setting up everything, the registration desk, the collateral, and just making sure that it was good to go for seven o'clock the next morning. I left the hotel at six o'clock to go home, cook dinner for the family, have a good night's sleep to come back the following morning. However, my daughter had a different idea. She thought that she would make her entrance into the world that evening. So at seven o'clock on the morning of the event, I gave birth to a baby girl. Meanwhile, everybody else was, you know, assembling at the hotel ready to kick conference off at nine o'clock. So that was the 14th of October, 1999. And that's where my business journey began. From there, we started to get requests from people within our network to help them get started in their business. So for the first, say, eight years of my business, I purely focused on providing operational support for small business owners who were starting their own business. I also did about one or two events per year, but it wasn't like the core focus 
And those events came from that first event. And then the next event came from a previous event. So that was just a natural progression of that first event. But then I felt it was time that I really need to get focused on, I was either doing operational support, I was doing events. They were pulling me in different directions. So I decided that I would go all in on a business that was focused on delivering domestic business events. And before I knew it, I had a team of 12 across two cities and I was running a $2.5 million operation. I mean, I set out to build that business. I just never imagined that that's what it would eventually look like. But the whole time I was building this business, I felt as though I was always working out how to do business. How do I do this? And then something else would arise in the business. I'm like, oh, how do I do that? And then I'd figure that out. And then something else would come up and I'm like, oh, scratch my head thinking about, hmm, how do I make that work? Oh, now what if I did that? How would that go? So it was just this, what seemed to be this ever evolving operation, but the constant was, how do I do that? Hmm, how do I do that? And so that was my one question, how do I? And I just had to remain curious and I had to remain in that being solution focused would get me the right system to work out what to do next. I mean, over this time, I attended training seminars and I got myself a mentor, but that's nothing like the business coaches that are available to us today. It was a free business mentor at the time with no training and just really an ear for you to offload to. But what I found myself doing was that I just put everything in the bottom drawer and never opened that drawer again because I found all of the business jargon, it was just jargon and it made no sense and I just never could see how it fitted into what I wanted to do. It never resonated with me. So I just put everything in the bottom drawer and just started working stuff out for myself. But I mean, if you've known me for a little while, you'll know that I've always been a bit of a rebel. I mean, I was a bit of a rebel at school, but I've always set about doing things my way. I've never been too worried about what everyone else is doing. I've just always been focused on my business, where I was going in my business, what I was doing, what was good for me, what was good for my clients. And as long as that worked, things were all well in the world. So when I was thinking about the name for this podcast, I was reflecting on my business journey and doing things my way was what kept coming up over and over again. So the name Business Your Way has stuck and it's what I'm moving forward with. And what I want for the podcast is that it will show you the different ways there are of doing business. But something that I've realized is a constant over time, regardless of where, what stage you're at in business, is that the constant improvement is part and parcel of being a business owner. Your constant improvement as a person and your knowledge, the constant improvement of the systems and processes 
the refining of what you do and who you do it for is evolving and it continues to evolve. One of the things that I believe leads to the longevity of any business is its ability to change, its ability to stay ahead of the game. And that requires you to sometimes take your blinkers off what's going on in your business and really scan the environment. Have your eyes on what's going on around you. Be sure that you're paying attention to what's moving, what's not popular anymore, what else is available to you. So just always having a look at that environment around you and then adapting and changing to the needs of your clients as their environment changes as well. So as you can imagine, 20 years ago, cloud computing wasn't a thing, not like we know it today. So Dropbox and Google Drive, well, they just weren't even babies back then. Working remotely required a terminal server. And when I wanted to have a phone system that uh, worked across two offices, it was answered by one person, but then the calls were able to be transferred to anyone in the business regardless of their location. Well, that just wasn't a thing either. When I went to a telephone provider and said, this is what I'm looking for, they just looked at me sideways and just, I'm sure they thought, what planet are you on, lady? Because that's not how phones work. Don't you know this? So I've had those moments in my business as well, where people have just looked at me really strangely and go, well, that's not a thing. But it eventually has become a thing because that's exactly the phone system that I now have in my office. So isn't it interesting how things move and change over the 20 years? Things that I wanted didn't exist, but they do today. So just imagine what business is going to look like in another 10 years. The things that we don't know that we need that haven't been invented now will help us do business even better in the future. And now with all of this knowledge that I've gained over these years, I'm now building a coaching and consulting business to support growth stage online business owners to streamline and scale their business with strategy and systems that create an exceptional customer service and is designed in a way that works for your lifestyle and the way that you want to do business and the way that your strengths play into your business. Because I am passionate now more than ever about helping women and minority populations create businesses that gives them freedom. Like your business should seriously give you time freedom, location freedom, financial freedom. And that's what I really want to help businesses do. I'm sure you've heard the statistic that more than 50% of businesses fail in the first five years. But studies have actually shown that a full 20% of businesses fail in their first year. And then 30% fail in their second year. And then 50% fail by year five. And 70% of small businesses don't make it past their 10th birthday. The reasons that have been attributed to this drop-off in business success is that there is no vision in the business, or there's no niche, 
or there's no effective business plan or no marketing plan or the business owner is not hiring the right people and therefore doing everything themselves, which leads to burnout. And while I'm thinking that most of those are probably true, there's probably other factors that lead to business failure as well. But I'm in this camp where you don't need a fancy business plan and you don't need a fancy marketing plan. You just need to be clear on how you want to run your business and get uber focused on the right things at the right time for the right people. I've broken business down into four key elements or four key focus areas, if you like, that every business needs to put some energy and effort into. And if you split your business into these four key focus areas, all of the things that you have to do in your business don't feel so daunting. So these four key focus areas are lead your business, grow your business, deliver your service, and run your business. And I'm going to dive into those four key elements in episode one, and we'll take a look closely at what's involved in each of those four areas. The Business Your Way podcast is all about throwing out the traditional rule book and learning how to run your business your way. Building your business so it works for you and your lifestyle and the life that you want to live. Our business should afford us freedoms. It should afford us time freedom, financial freedom, location freedom. It shouldn't be the chain that is tied around our ankle and holds us back. Our business needs to be the fertilizer that allows our life to flourish. And this is totally possible. I've been in business 20 years, and if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like, I don't think that I'm doing anything special, and for the most part, I'm always wondering about how I could do something better. And when I'm thinking that, oh, how could I do something better, I never turn to a textbook. That's why I love listening to podcasts, because it takes you behind the scenes of what other businesses are doing how other businesses are viewing the different aspects of business and how it's working for them, how they're thinking about their challenges and overcoming their challenges. It's so fascinating and it really helps you think about your business even more. So that's what we'll be doing here on the podcast. My guests and I will be sharing the behind the scenes, the messy and the organized in a hope that you can learn from what others have done to work out what will work for you because there is no one size fits all in business. There are some key fundamentals, there are some key systems that you need, but how you put those systems together and how you piece your business together is as unique as you are. So hopefully that gives you a sense of what you can expect here on the Business Your Way podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I am so excited about the topics and the guests that we've got lined up to share with you. I would love for you to join me when our first lot of episodes drop. 
So I would highly encourage you to hit that subscribe button or I think it's the like button in Apple Podcast Player nowadays since it's had its revamp. But if you hit that like or subscribe button, you will get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And I will be back here very shortly with the first three episodes of Business Your Way. Until then, be well and be safe wherever you are in the world and wherever that is that you call home.